Get a snow day? Fuck me. Yeah, yeah but everyone is everywhere. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes here with the regular boys. Uh, no guests this week. Um, still gonna have a good time though. Uh, <laughs> We're just regular. We're just, yeah, we're just the regulars now, bro. No, 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 bro. We got we to stick to the theme because, you know, after, before we record the next episode, we're all going to be fucking college graduates, bro. Woohoo. Welcome to the club, boys. Almost. Actually, my, uh, my friend from VCU, she just graduated and they had their online commencement. And she was telling me that literally it was just a couple of YouTube clips and then they showed pictures of people. And that was basically it. And I was just, I was so sad. Because obviously I'm graduating with you guys. And I'm just like, I regret not walking in December so much now. Yeah, but you could now not walk with all of us. No, fuck that. Do you guys know who's speaking at ours? Yeah, there's three, I think. I think it's um, Nikki Giovanni, the like poet who did the speech after the tragedy back in 06. Um, Bud Foster who's an old defensive coordinator, and I don't know the third one. Harvard got Conan, though. We don't got the cloud that Harvard has. Though. Well, Conan went to Harvard, right? So that, that makes more sense. I'm going to attend the, you know, the Michelle Obama graduation with, mm-hmm. it was like a bunch of YouTubers, and then I forget who the other people were. LeBron's also throwing one next weekend. But those are tailored for like... high school and not for college, right? I'm oh, not yeah, sure yeah, yeah, but you know I still watch, though. You talk about a high school grad, talk about college grad, bro? Yeah. That's kind of predatory. I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah, so that's uh, that's our theme for this episode. It's like graduation slash looking back slash looking forward. You know, looking everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I think Haran should start because he's most involved with or has been most involved with this admissions process. Bullshit. Should we start with high school admissions, like going to college admissions, and then talk about after that, or what do you want to start? Yeah, let's let's go over um, undergrad admissions, like kind of briefly, because everyone's been through that. Going to my senior year of high school, uh, I felt like I was behind the power curve. Like, I, I with respect to like all the other students um, in my class, so I didn't really apply to the top schools in. Um, so I kind of just applied to a couple of schools in Virginia and um, and like some other like other schools around the nation. But uh, I took the ACT um, after taking the SAT twice because I realized SAT is a fraud, fraudulent exam <laughs> and should be canceled at all costs. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend the ACT if anyone else <laughs> is thinking about uh doing those doing uh, undergoing such process um know your audience bro come on yeah my bad (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it it wasn't it wasn't too stressful of a admissions process i didn't have too many schools to consider got a lot of rejections you know (laughs) a lot of wait lists um and yeah i thought it with tech just because it was in-state and um 
it was close to home and i think my parents decided that was the best opportunity for me as well so yeah how many schools did you apply to Huron? i want to say i applied to like nine okay yeah i i think i applied to seven there were some people that applied to like 16 to 20 and i was just like what's the point <laughs> like this i don't think i i could have I don't, I don't think i had a list of 20 places i won't i wanted to go you know i know a lot of people at least at our high school that applied to like 16 to 20 schools mostly because like half of them are just guaranteed med programs as opposed to just like good undergraduate programs in general so they had to kind of do like a double dose that way yeah i was one of those people i applied to like 14 schools jesus that's so expensive too right i mean because i was like in a financial situation where i could like get aid like i could waive a lot of the fees but at the Mm. same time yeah i think they only waived like six or seven of the application fees that's still good though half yeah but they were each like 50 bucks so it was still a lot oh yeah christian did you have to pay for ap exams uh yeah but my school didn't offer a lot of great ap's um so i only took two uh Mm. stats and psych and I got an A in psych, but I got a two on the exam. And I got a C in stats, but I got a four on the exam. So that <laughs> makes sense. That's basically more on the teacher than on you, I guess. Yeah, AP psych was pretty much a joke at my school. And I guess everything's a joke at my school. But, you know, that's not the point here. Yeah, it was kind of whack for me because I did my first two years of high school in Fairfax County. Um, and they pay for AP exams there. And I only took one AP exam or one or two my sophomore year. And then I moved to Loudoun County, and then I, t- I think I took 11 APs there, and they don't pay for AP exams there. So I paid, what, it was like 11 times essentially like 70. So we paid $770. And that wasn't even including, um, like, if I got any AP books or anything like that, like study books. So def- that was definitely like a K right there. And then SAT exams and, like, some tutoring sessions and stuff. Like, it's just a lot, man fuck that Loudon cost excludes you know the extra snow days you got so you know it balances out and no finals <laughs> oh yeah that's true yeah okay my guys in Loudon will get like one inch of snow and cancel for like a week <laughs> are you fucking kidding me bro i would get four inches of snow and still have to drive to school yeah but you're in the north it's different up there i think most of the reasons why Loudon closes pretty easily is because of like the western like middle of fucking nowhere part of the county yeah like the the fucking mountainous mountainous regions christian's in shock right now (laughs) yeah because i lived in the fucking mountains where we had black ice on the way to school and did i get a snow day fuck no yeah Yeah, but of the year yeah i guess we are more prepared for snow days but at the same time like i guess it is different because i mean i know how to drive in snow really well from those kinds of experiences but also i feel like it's not fair to a lot of kids who like rely on buses and if a bus crashes bro like that's just fucking l for everybody how do you drive well in snow like what do you have to what do you have to watch out for well you have to be careful about like so black ice is like really sketchy because it's so hard to see on the road because it's Mm -hmm. it's like a puddle kind of but you don't see it until you're about to go over it and you lose all traction on your brakes usually when you're especially when you're going down hills and you're in the mountains and stuff um but what i do is i pretty much drop 
whatever like the speed limit is i probably go like 10 or 15 under that it's more unpredictable especially if it's a lot of snow you can't see as far ahead of you and you can't tell what's going on i was lucky because i always had snow tires which are pretty much tires and they put little diamond studs around them so that they break through the ice and they get you more traction um but i know that not everybody had those so i was pretty much just being more vigilant of everybody else around me yeah i, I took my uh, it's a quick little story uh two years ago i guess yeah like a year and a half ago i went skiing uh with my friends up in uh, vermont and let's just say never take a honda odyssey van <laughs> up to the roads of Stowe, vermont because like it's just basically the roads there they're just covered in snow and then like you drive on top of that it's just like compacted snow and everyone has tires that can deal with that but the honda odyssey does not (laughs) and um basically if you ever take a van up there just bring cat litter because you'll you'll need that for traction when your car gets uh stuck probably like every time you drive yeah people use cat litter sand just like any like grainy substance to try and get any traction the honda odyssey vans have such tiny wheels too it just it doesn't help at all safe to say there's not a lot of honda odysseys uh up north <laughs> it's a it's the brown brown people car yeah there's not a lot of those either we're getting rid of a honda <laughs> odyssey and probably gonna buy another honda odyssey <laughs> all right so but back yeah. to admissions <laughs> i was about to do the same fucking thing <laughs> uh uh Harsha, what was your admissions experience like? I think mine was exact same to Haran's story. I applied to around nine schools. I took the SAT twice, and then I took the ACT because that was better. And I applied to mostly in-state schools and not necessarily the schools that my peers were applying to. And I decided to go to to Virginia Tech, too, because it's in-state and good for, like, an engineering degree. It should also be said that Haran and Harsha went to the same high school, if it you didn't already know that so you know control c control v you know <laughs> what about you too what was yours like i mean honestly mine i didn't i didn't know how to take tests back then well like i think if i retook the sat now i definitely would have got like a whatever 2400 whatever s 1600 whatever it is now back then it, like most of my time was spent studying for that and then I'd say I'm a pretty good writer, so the essays and stuff like that didn't really um, bother me that much either. And then yeah, I, I mostly applied to in-state schools just because. Uh, back then I was pre- I, I think I was way more shy and um, I don't know I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to say sheltered, but like um, I don't think I don't think I thought that I could um, live for myself if that makes sense <laughs> live on my own. Obviously that changed now, and so like when I applied a masters and stuff soon, um, I really want to. I don't know, like, I think Oxford is really up there for me. Like, that would be such an amazing experience to go to London. Um, or, sorry, the UK in general. What would you want to get your master's in? No, yeah, that's what I'm deciding now. I don't know if I want to do it um, more in the uh, data science, like, CS realm, or if I want to do um, an MBA, MBA or something, like, management-related, something like that. But I was going to ask Christian why he decided to go out of state and come to Virginia Tech or how many other out of state schools you applied to even okay so I think if I remember correctly I applied to 14 schools and 13 of them were out of state basically like I I think I mentioned this on like the first podcast or something but I wanted to get out of where I was in New Hampshire just because like it didn't fit my vibe um 
So I got into UNH full ride, but I just was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to UNH because I think a third of my high school went to UNH. So I don't want to live with that all over again. I also took the SAT twice and the ACT. I was never the best student in high school. I think I graduated with like a 3.4 and like very bare extracurriculars. Didn't really think I was going to get anywhere, but like Tarun was talking about, I also was not a great test taker, so the t- like my test scores were decent. They just weren't like out of this world. Um, and same with the essays. Like I can bullshit the hell out of anything, which is why I'm a con major, I guess. But I applied to tech as my reach school, actually, just because I didn't think my applications were like top notch. The funny thing is, is I think all the applications are due in like December 1st or January 1st or something like that. I remember I applied to my second school, like the second school I wanted to go to, turned it in like November 30th, like December 2nd, I got a letter in the mail accepting me into their school. But did I ever tell you guys what, like, what school I was going to go to if I didn't get into tech? I knew, uh, I know UNC, I know UNC, UNC was like one of your reaches, but I don't know. If that's what nah, I didn't get into UNC though. It's a big basketball school. I don't think I've, I didn't remember this until I was thinking about it the other day. Duke, Duke. UNC. Clemson, no. no, what, no, Clemson, uh, that's a good basketball school. Michigan, Q's, Q's, Alabama, like what coast, East Coast, or West Coast? Neither. Central. Berkeley, Kentucky. No, close. Indiana. No. Arizona. No. What? How's that? What? That's West, bro. Yeah, but not in the coast, bro. Oh my God, you. What else is Oh, you already said you're Kentucky? Already, yeah, you already yeah. said Kentucky. Louisville's a good no. show. Idaho. Yeah, I can get this. Idaho. Texas. No. It, no. So it's, it's central, like, yeah. right? Yeah. Wisconsin? No. Ohio State. No. Fuck guys. <laughs> Wait, what What division? What division? A conference. Oh, sorry, conference. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I think they're Big 12. Wait, do you know all the Big 12 teams? No, I, I clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, Oklahoma, I think, well, yeah, West Virginia's in the Big 12. Um, Baylor is in the Big 12. TCU is also in the Big 12. Wait, just name fucking states. Name states, bro. What? What's Illinois? Michigan? No. He's just going to run. You're running down the list. <laughs> Can- Kansas? Yeah. Kansas? Yeah, yeah. Um... Wait, we said Kansas. No, you fucking didn't. I don't think we did. I think, we said, everything. I think, I think we said everything but Kansas. I said Kansas. Yeah. People said Kentucky. I don't think you said Kansas. I think I remember you telling us this, though, Christian. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it sounds familiar now. Nah, because they gave me so much money of financial aid. And, like, to be honest, their program was not that great. But, like, when I was in high school, I was looking for, like, schools that were decent at sports and also had decent programs. So, because that's just what interested me, honestly. Out of all the schools that I got into, I think not not knowing about tech, Kansas was probably number one. UMass was number two, which I could I could have finessed Massachusetts schools because I have family that lives in Massachusetts, so I could have finessed the in-state tuition there. I don't even remember. Drexel, I think, was up there, but there was a five-year program, and it was so much money. Um, I think BC. I just kind of want to get out of the area, so... Yeah, basically, I came to Tech to get away, and, like, I think I mentioned this before, but I was the second person ever from my high school to go here, so 
I knew fucking no one. Big jump, big lifestyle shift. I mean, like, I'd been to the South before, but obviously grew up in a rural area up north. But it's kind of the same, honestly. Like, Blacksburg. <laughs> yeah, you move from a rural area up north to the rural area down south. <laughs> honestly. Like, the, the, the city I went to high school in is just like Blacksburg, just on a much smaller scale. Here in Blacksburg, the college literally funds the entire economy of the city. And up there, it was like the high school and the, the state school in the city. And that was pretty much it. Like, there was nothing else to do there. So, I guess it wasn't that big of a shift to like around me. But having to socialize and like do all that shit as somebody who tries to avoid that kind of thing was a little rough, I guess. But I think I made the best of it. Hey, Haran, nice hoodie. Thanks, man. What you got there? What you got on there, buddy? Oh, well, I already talked about this on our Instagram page, so if you guys haven't seen it, please check it out. Uh, Give us a follow. Uh, We'll post more content on there as the days go by, so you want to make sure that you don't miss out. Um, Anyway, so I I started applying to graduate school um, this past fall semester. I applied to... I'd say like eight or nine schools, basically like the same as undergrad admissions. Um, and this time I had to take the GRE, which is basically like the SAT equivalent of, like the SAT equivalent for uh, graduate admissions. And basically it wasn't that, it wasn't that hard of an exam. I thought it was easier than SAT comparatively. Like the math was about the same level, which is weird. You thought it would, you'd think it would be covered like some college level math, but it doesn't really do any of that. I think the hardest part was the vocabulary because I'm not an avid reader, but I'm trying to work on that this this summer because I have the time. Um, anyway, took that exam tw- uh, twice. Yeah, their whole process wasn't too bad. Like this, they they require like the same essays, like the same personal statements, basically. So you could just kind of uh, have the same prompt or like idea of like your essay, and then just change um, where you like mention the schools and like what professor you like to do research and like if you have anything special to say. Um, but yeah, uh, I ended up. Um, getting to most of the schools that I wanted to go to, it was a good, pro- easy process, in my opinion. Okay, first of all, you were definitely bitching about waiting to hear back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that that's true. I because I so I had submitted most of my applications by January, and the thing is, I think for graduate admissions, at least, it, it's not it's not really well documented online about when you hear back from stuff like it is when you hear like like it is for co- uh, undergrad admissions. Um, it's kind of crazy how COVID is impacting all the college admissions, like, um, schools are having to let students know later and later now because, well, I guess students can't really, some of them can't afford college at this, at at this current moment because, like, their family is going through, like, um, like, um, economical, uh, problems because, like, a lot of them are losing jobs out here and some may have to, like, defer their admission to, like, another year or just, like, not even pursue college education and just get a job now or like as soon as this ends so they can start providing for the family you don't even know if you're going to be back for the for your first fall semester right Ron? or not back i guess but going there yeah um there's they sent out an email like about probably three weeks ago saying they're still waiting to decide i think like they're probably like working with like california's government to to like make sure like everything's coordinated among all the universities in the state um but yeah, they're they're still waiting to make a decision. Uh, they did make a note that <laughs> tuition will not change. Uh, just thought of, I found it funny because they started the email with that because I guess a lot of people were like asking for that. That's pretty fucked though because I feel like 
if you're not paying for like dorms or stuff like that, like why would you not lessen the cost? You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like a lot of the. I mean, if they if they start to make a pay cut, I mean, if they start to make tuition cuts, then they have to start making pay cuts to the teachers, right? Like I feel like that's only like you start pulling money from there as well. I feel like that's gonna like that's just gonna have a negative impact on the school. I feel like if you look at it from the building standpoint, like if you're not paying the utilities on those buildings, like why would you charge like students to live there when they can't but in terms of like cutting faculty income i mean salary like i don't think schools would need to do that if they uh lessen the tuition because i feel like these schools have so much money especially uh university like stanford you know i feel like community colleges get a lot of people probably uh like probably like in fairfax county a lot of people gonna go to like mason and nova community college Speaking of financial hardship, we are in one, so here we're going to take a listen to our ad this week, and we'll catch you in a minute. All right, now that we've made 15 cents, uh, welcome back. <laughs> we're going to continue our discussion on the admissions processes and postgraduate life, I think. Um, so, Haram, what do you think your life is going to be like at Stanford once you are actually able to get on campus and like live out in San Fran area I definitely have to be more outdoorsy there um because this just like the weather is super nice there I feel like there's a lot of nice places to just hike around like just go and see so um, I'm gonna have to try to I'm gonna definitely try to make an adjustment to my lifestyle to allow for that yeah that's the one thing I regretted because that tech I'd always said tech, you um, played FIFA for six hours a day okay relax okay so asking <laughs> at tech um it was only five <laughs> no, at Tech, I, at the spring semester at least, because I, I had the time, I was saying once the weather got better, so post-spring break, we'd all like start doing all the hikes around because everyone had talked about it since like I'd gone to the school, and I've always felt shitty for not um, doing those at least. So so this is we, all your fault. <laughs> no, but we always talked about um, doing all those hikes, and it's just kind of sad looking back that we never got the chance. So, so I think I'll have quite, like some friends um, from high school and maybe from, even from college that will be somewhat in the area, like in the Bay Area. So I'm gonna try to like make my best effort to go um, see them too. I mean, obviously, right now you don't really know, but do you see yourself staying in that area after you graduate from Stanford? I I guess we'll see. I, I, I mean, I guess that would depend on like, how the first year goes. Um, I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, I've been to California two times. No, three times now. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the area. I, like, I mean, it's kind of crowded in like, certain spots, but the general vibes is pretty nice. Uh, it just sucks if I would be so far from home. We'll cross that bridge once, once I get there. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about next? Job. Yeah. Hey, Tarun. How's work, man? Dude, fucking work sucks, man. <laughs> it's a Friday today as of the time we're recording this. Um, and we usually record these at 5.30. And I had meetings all day today. And then I, I had a meeting scheduled for 4.30 to 5.30. And that's when I was going to nap. And I didn't get to nap. And now I'm kind of sad. And I'm tired. But I can't complain, honestly. Uh, work has been good up till recently. Uh, I've just been getting more work this past week, uh, past two weeks. How do you compare? I guess not working at home, but once you're when you were when you were working at the office before the pandemic, how would you compare that 
day-to-day um, lifestyle um, to what it was like in like college, like when like doing like doing classes and like homework and all that stuff. Okay, honestly, and this might be just because I hadn't gotten used to it. I really, really thrived in the sense that, or like at college, because of my ability to work whenever I wanted, um, especially late at night when I feel like I get way more done. And having to, you know, wake up at an early time and like go and sit there all day at the office, um, just sitting down and, and, and being essentially by myself for around eight hours a day um, definitely made me more, I don't even want to say lazy, but just like unmotivated. It like stifled your productivity kind of thing. Right. And I, I really... Uh, the way I study most of the time is I'll study for like an hour and then take like a 10, 15 minute break or something. And especially when I think about like doing classes and stuff, um, it was an hour, hour 30, whatever of like, you know, sitting there paying attention. And then um, I'd see someone new or like a different friend and then we go get food and then um, come back home or like go to the gym or something and then start working again after I took a shower. You know, like there's breaks in between and, and um because I was seeing different people, the days didn't feel monotonous. Do you think you're being more productive now that you're at home? Well, other than the fact that, like, there's maybe less things to do up until recently, but do you think you're being more productive at home with your work than you were, like, at the office? I think I'm definitely being more productive at home just because, like I said, um, it's, it's, more, it's more casual and, like, I can sort of take breaks here and there. Um, without it being too serious and then also I think there's more like interaction because um my family like will all be in the kitchen at like lunchtime and and you know like I'll, I'll go say what's up to my brother here and there or my dad not having the commute or to dress up or anything is such a game changer dude holy shit it's amazing the commute for me to work from where I live was around 40 minutes and I'd have to leave by I'd say seven in the morning to get there at 7 45 and um if i didn't leave before seven then it would take me like an hour hour and 15 which is just ridiculous um and it felt like such a waste in the day so now it's nice that i can wake up and then just walk downstairs to my to my um to the study where my desk is and that's my commute (laughs) and then once work is over i just come back upstairs to bed with my laptop and then just chill uh, or, or play call of duty like we've been doing recently so it's just i don't know it's really convenient Harsh, are, are you excited to start working? Based on what you said, no. <laughs> <laughs> but recently, uh, Capital One sent out an email to their employees saying that they're going to work from home until at least September 7th. So I know that I'm going to be working from home initially. So I think that'll be like a good way to s- like smooth myself or like ease the transition. But I feel like I'll get used to it after a couple months. But recently, I've been waking up at like 11 or 12 and today I had to wake up at 10 and that was a struggle so waking up at 7 and driving for an hour might be pretty hard in the beginning speaking of the commute time do you ever see yourself like leaving your house and moving to somewhere closer to your workplace or probably not as long as I'm like like one hour or one and a half hours like away from my work like living at home I, I don't think I don't see myself moving closer how about you Tarun? yeah I'd say the same thing I'd only it's just like where we work it's just way too expensive around there to justify you know i guess like gas savings versus rent 
How about you, Christian? What are you doing after graduation? Hey, hey what's up, dog? Uh, who do you know here? Um, yeah, so I'm currently looking for employment because the so the hiring. All right, I have to kind of explain what I want to do before I can get into this. So basically, I'm looking to go into a production job with a kind of television company with sports or a team or something like that. I have experience filming, directing, producing, all of that kind of stuff that goes on behind what you see on a sports game, telecast, on TV, online, all those different platforms. So I have great experience, which is one of the reasons that I chose Virginia Tech to begin with is that they had a lot of variety when it came to programs. So I got a lot of experience with the sports production program here and I have two and a half years of experience of doing this. So I'm very well qualified, at least in my opinion, to go and get a job in a lot of places. You fucking go off, Christian. If anyone's listening that has a opportunity or knows someone that has an opportunity for Christian, please DM him um, on Instagram at, at uh, the real, Christian, the real Klein. Christian Klein. There you go. That's the one. All right, so continue my story. Uh, <laughs> um, basically... The job market for, especially for collegiate athletics, the hiring process is always in the spring. And because of the the novel disease, nobody's fucking hiring right now because they had to lay off a bunch of people. The universities have money, so like they're fine. People who already have jobs are pretty much okay when it comes to that department. And athletics makes a shit ton of money to begin with. But nobody's in a position to hire because everything has been shifted. Even sports in the fall are in an uncertain state. I know, I think I talked about this on the first podcast as well. I came back from spring break. First, they were going to play games behind closed doors with no fans. I was like, shit, my job is about to get 10 times easier. And the classes were online. So I don't have to fucking, I can just work six days a week. I'm like, this is insane. I love it. And then they canceled all the athletics and then I was out of a job. So that was, that was a great three day swing. Um, What I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is building my resume, looking at jobs that I want to apply to but in the exit interview i had with my boss a couple weeks ago he was like listen you can go work in probably the majority of the control rooms across the country at least at the collegiate level but nobody's gonna hire until the summer because nobody knows what the hell's gonna happen as we're talking right now there's still an extremely high chance that sports don't come back for a while like the only sports that i know that are going on in North America or Europe is German soccer, which is coming back in two weeks. And nobody knows how that's going to happen because in Spain, I know that they've been testing their soccer players. In the NBA, they just reopened their practice facilities and they're not letting anybody in who has a temperature higher than 99.1, which is less than a lot of people's even resting temperatures. So it's really hard to even find people who are asymptomatic when you're doing such a broad test. Which is, it's a good precaution, but it's so hard. So I just don't see sports coming back at a consistent level for a while. What would your backup plan be if um, sports, like as you said, like the, the likelihood of sports coming back is kind of low at this current moment? Trader Joe's, baby. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Fuck that, bro. Um, actually, though, I've been thinking about that. And I know a lot of people that work in the news industry because that's kind of what a lot of my major was focused on was news rather than sports. 
Yeah, it's like I going off the news thing. Like I think probably it's probably record numbers of like people watching cable news like in the past like month and ever before, just because of the amount of people, the amount of families that just gathered around at the home, just like trying to see if like anything's like progressing outside. Yeah, I know when I was at your house for the week after spring break, that was probably the first time I'd watched CNN in like five years. Yeah, I never watched the news. My parents always watched the news, but at least for me, I'd never watched the news. But I never, like, I didn't complain this time. Like, I guess like the past month, just because I also was kind of in the dark for everything. I wanted to like figure out what was happening. But at the same point, there's always like these like, like the like some like propaganda stuff that they try to push like during such pandemic. I mean, that's that's what always a given with news outlets. But um, I think it's still it's still good to stay informed during um, this this pandemic. But I was kind of talking about this with Harsh and Tarun because I was interviewing them for a project. Um, but like STEM is kind of not shaken that much. And if anything, they're kind of boosted because like now that everything's remote and online, like there's such a higher demand for that kind of work. And Tarun told me that his company, like his CEO said that if anything, like it's gotten better and they're like in a better shape than they could have been. It's kind of ironic that I chose this field because I knew that I would always have job security. But now at this point, I don't have job security and everybody else is booming, which kind of sucks. But like, that's kind of, I don't know, darkly funny. I don't know. It's really unfortunate. Um, I think I think you're in a position that a lot of people um, feel they're in right now where they just thought everything would be okay. But like no, no one at all expected this. And then I think... Um, as a nation, we obviously um, we fucked up. Yeah, like even though we knew it was coming, we still didn't prepare enough. You know, um. <laughs> I just every single time we think about it, I just think about the TikToks I saw, like like basically around I think New Year's or like winter break at least of when the like coronavirus was hitting its peak in China and stuff, and everyone was like over in the U.S. were like making like well like, it was teenagers, but like they're all making jokes about like the coronavirus and like how it's like not a big deal. Yeah, just, okay, well, just... I would like to add that Haran in February was like, yo, can we have a Corona-themed party? <laughs> yeah, but everyone was saying that. Yeah, yeah, I... No one, dude. You... It was just you. It was literally just you, bro. Alright, so now that we're... I mean, I don't know. Just, I, I guess we're done talking about jobs and being sad of Corona. But um, I wanted to talk about 6 ix new song that came out today. Aka Gooba. Is this your interesting thing that you found this week? Yes, today actually. Oh wow, oh, wow. Well, that's part of this week. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty great because I was like swamped in work, and then Christian sent the link, so I took a break, and then I, I watched the I watched the new the new video, and I I listened to the song. And it, was, it was too fire. Christian, what was the lyric that you were talking about? Uh, bitch, are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? <laughs> Fucking bars. <laughs> He's back, baby. A rainbow wordsmith, as it were. I also saw that um, one of Mike Pence's, um, like, very close or something staff member has corona. And so I'm hoping that um, they're all okay there in the White House. Mm-hmm. 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 Including our, our president. Indeed, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. My Mr. Sir. President. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago... Giannis on the Bucks got hacked on Twitter and <laughs> social media. No, no, no. It wasn't and, just social uh, his media. Bank account, yeah, yeah. yeah, his bank accounts, credit card, basically everything. Probably had the same passion for everything. That's probably why it happened. But 
I'm not going to say what the person tweeted on his timeline, but <laughs> if you can find screenshots, please Google it. It's hilarious. Also, sports is back. Um, if you guys don't know, Korean baseball is back in South Korea. Uh, I actually Googled. I said, what Korean baseball team should I support? And it gives you like a list of like, if you support, for example, the Cleveland Browns, you should support the Hanwha Eagles because they haven't won anything in 40 years. My Eagles are now two and two looking up. <laughs> That's like a successful season for the Browns. All right. Well, Christian already, Christian already um, talked about what I wanted to share, but I'm going to share it anyway, because as you guys might know, I'm a huge soccer fan and I think a week and a half, two weeks now, I think two weeks. Uh, 16th, I think. Oh, it's next week, right? Oh, shit, yeah. All right, next weekend, the Bundesliga, the German uh, first division uh, returns. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be supporting uh, Bridget Dortmund because Bayern Munich wins the title every year, and I'm tired of it. Um, I'm actually also I'll support uh, RB Leipzig, too. I just don't want Bayern to win again, basically, is my point. Um, players to watch out for, if you guys are interested, uh, Jaden Sancho on Dortmund baller um timo werner on leipzig bound to be liverpool liverpool player by the end of the summer calling it now um yeah those two are extremely good shout out my man's julian brant that's my guy i actually have two things because there was one i wanted to share last week and then one that i thought of while harsha was talking um the one that popped in my head a couple minutes ago was speaking of insane twitter stuff i saw I don't know if you guys are aware of the Earl Thomas situation. So a story came out about his wife pulling a handgun on him a couple weeks ago, like aiming it at his head. And that seems crazy. Like what, what, what would provoke her to do such a thing? Well, the story came out that Mr. Mr. Earl Thomas, a professional football player for the Baltimore Ravens, had a orgy. Bad enough, right? But, uh... There were two males involved in the orgy, and the other one was his younger brother. Just say it runs in the family. But uh, there's also some crazy tweets that got screenshotted and shared throughout Twitter of like them talking about how close they are and like how they want to spend time together. It was fucking hilarious. I'll just leave it at that. But an actually interesting thing that I had was I was looking up a bunch of like music history and for producing and sampling history and stuff like that and i found that oh my decide by travis and bank account by 21 savage use the same sample i'd have to listen to it again to because see it, but... so in it's some old uh i think it's a jazz record i looked up the guy's name but i don't remember it um in oh my decide the beginning it's distorted and slowed down and then in bank account it's just high pitched a little bit and kept the same tempo i i just i just play like the first few seconds i already knew the bank account but i didn't know all my decide as well and i just listened to it and like within the first few seconds yeah i could hear it so i thought that's, that was pretty that's interesting. cool yeah um yeah true um so i think we're running out of time here uh so i just want to thank everyone for you know listening to another episode of ours of an interesting discussion sometimes. If you haven't already, please go check us out on Instagram at an interesting discussion. Um, if you want to leave any questions there or um, check out any posts, um, that'd be great. Or send us any ideas. Um, but for now, we're good. Thank you so much for listening again. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye.